It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. In a very interesting way, we're going to talk about Warren Sharp and the way he plots significant statistical mileposts for NFL offenses and what they mean both to the Kansas City Chiefs and to the Indianapolis Colts as well as a couple of other teams. It really kind of shows what we all know, what we all saw, and that's that the Colts offense, for a variety of reasons, not just the quarterback, not just wide receivers, not just the offensive line, but the coaching staff as well, how pathetic this offense was And not who's to blame, but how do you fix this? The fix is relatively obvious. We'll get into that. We'll also talk about, you know what, Gus Bradley and the other defensive staff, there's been no no word as to whether these guys are going to be retained or whether they're going to be jettisoned. Bubba Ventrone, are we worried about Bubba Ventrone leaving for the Browns? Only if the answer to this question, why, is answered in a really, really troubling way. We're going to talk about Indiana basketball. Indiana taking on Purdue tomorrow night, 7.30 on Fox 59 at Mackey Arena. All week long, I've been telling you how Indiana could win this game. Let's get real about this game. Let's talk about what the most likely result of this game is going to be. And then we're going to talk about the Indiana Pacers. they got a game tomorrow night against the Orlando Magic. On paper, it looks like it is a mostly meaningless game between the fifth and the sixth worst teams in terms of record in the NBA. But, oh, no, it's not meaningless. It's not meaningless at all. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Friday, February 24th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. You know what? It makes me feel good when I hear from the people at Today's Dentistry that so many of you have decided to trust Mike O'Neill with your dentistry, with your need for dentistry, your your desire to have a healthier mouth, makes me feel good. The rest of you should do it too. 317-849-2933. That's the number. All right, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button if you like the video. Hit the bell so that you get an alert every time we go live or a video is posted And if you want to make a donation, you make a donation. That's just fine by me, as you would guess. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and Warren Sharp and his examination of two very, very interesting statistics. Now, normally, like I I talk about how analytics, I don't like analytics in football, but that's moving forward. That's saying, okay, it's third and four. We're at our own 42. So... What analytics tell me is that we should throw a bubble screen. 
That kind of analytics I have no use for. Please uh, don't bring them up, and, and please let's never see another bubble screen. I wanted to reach out and give Shane Steichen a big hug when he was announced. They had that big ceremony out at the Colts Complex, and Shane Steichen, Steichen said, you know what, I'm more a gut guy. I more do things by gut rather than by analytics. Oh, those, those words melted my heart, right? But as you look back, you can see that there are some, some, significant, some significant tells as to whether an offense is going to be successful or not based upon a couple of things. And one of those things, I think obviously, are expected points added per pass attempt. Expected points added per pass attempt to wide receivers. Expected points added per pass attempt for everyone else. All right, so here's what we found. Here's what Warren Sharp found. All right, and this is all on Twitter, and I retweeted it, and it's just perfect. Like, Warren Sharp's just a really, really smart guy when he analyzes football. Um, when you graph expected points added per attempt when leading and expected points added when trailing. So you have those two as the, the variables, and you plot the point where those two numbers intersect for each team. Way up at the top right of the thing, Kansas City Chiefs. They are by far the, the best team in both areas. Expected points added per pass attempt when leading, expected points added per pass attempt when trailing. They go get points. They go get yards via the pass. And they won the Super Bowl. You know who is on the other end of the spectrum? The Texans, the Bears, and the Colts. They're drafting Bears number one right now, Texans number two, Colts number four. Then you look at expected points added per attempt, wide receivers, and then points added, expected points added per attempt, everyone else. Who is in, again, in the upper right? It's the Chiefs. And who is in the bottom left? In this one, it's the Texans and the Colts. They're not good. How do you fix this? You fix this by going out and getting a dynamic wide receiver or more than one dynamic wide receiver. Look, I love Michael Pittman Jr. A great guy. He high points the ball very well, right? But what's he do after he catches it? Not a hell of a lot. Alec Pierce, same thing. Paris Campbell, same things. Yak, not there. The, the design of the offense. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. 
That's shopify.com slash special offer. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. In concert with the lack of overt dynamism from those wide receivers and the lack of ability to get them to football in a place where they can do something with it, absolutely destroyed any chance that this team had to win games. Destroyed it. A pathetic offense from a scheme perspective, pathetic offense from an execution perspective. In fact, what do I feel about the Colts offense's execution? I'm in favor of it. The great John McKay. Thank you very much. That's my John McKay impression. What do you do, like I said, to fix it? You go out and get guys who can execute it, and you go out and get a guy, and hopefully Shane Steichen's that guy, and and Jim Bob Cooter can put together an offense where these people can succeed, and you go out and draft a quarterback who can make it work, whether that's C.J. Stroud, whether that's Bryce Young, whomever it is. And you saw today in The Athletic, and I'm a subscriber to The Athletic. I like The Athletic. There's a test called the S2 uh, Cognitive Test. I think it's called Cognitive. Anyway, it's about making snap judgments. How many items on a, on a board can you keep track of simultaneously, and how quickly can you find uh, a specific item among many? As this test is assessed, quarterbacks, safeties, cornerbacks, they're looking for a specific thing, and that is the ability to evaluate a number of situations at once. The guys who score high on this test, they are really, really good quarterbacks. Who scored well on this test, and how do we know? Because we haven't gotten to the combine yet, Bryce Young has scored well on that test because he's been taking that test every year since he was in the 10th grade, and he always scores well on it. So that's a big deal. 6'3", that's a big deal. All right, 5'11", also a big deal as you evaluate quarterbacks. But this S2 test, really a big deal also. And you're going to see people do well, and they tend to do well, like Brock Purdy, scored at the top level among quarterbacks this past year. Guys who don't win, who don't, you know, kind of uh, manage games properly, they score less well. Bryce Young scores well. Another chip in his favor. Um, Do we worry? No word on Gus Bradley. No word on Richard Smith, uh, Ron Miles, any of these guys, the defensive staff. Are we worried about that? Look, you know what? The glory... There's that word again. The glory of being 4-12-1 last year is that you're in the basement. From here, the elevator only goes up, right? You cannot go below the sub-basement. And that's kind of where the Colts are right now. Could they get worse? I suppose so. Would it mean anything? Only in the draft next year. And it would test our patience next year and test our wallets. Would we want to invest money in either swag or in tickets? A team 
that went 4-12-1 last year, and then this year would go like 3-14? and 14? Hey, probably not. I don't really pay much for swag anyway. Let's talk about college basketball, Indiana, Purdue, tomorrow, 7.30. Thank you, Domo Wiggly. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Would I be disappointed if we stayed at 4 and took Richardson and Whiteout at 35? Yes, I would. I would be happy if we stayed at 4 and we drafted Stroud or Young. That would make me happy. You come away in this draft with Richardson, I'm not happy because he's at least a year away. And what the hell do you do in the meantime? You throw Matt Ryan out there again? I don't think so. Thank you for the donation, by the way. IU and Purdue, let's be real for a minute as we talk about this game. We talk about Zach Eady and Trace Jackson Davis. And boy, it's not just that you got to try to stop Eady. It's about, you know what, you got to stop the other four guys. You know, the other four guys on the floor, if Edie gets 33 and the others all combined to score 20, you're going to win that game. So let's stop the other four guys. Braden Smith is not that hard to stop. Last year, he was getting ready to play a sectional for Westfield, for God's sake. So stop the, all of that talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of this, right? What's going to happen, what's really likely to happen, is that Indiana loses this game by double digits. Look, this Indiana team is not the kind of a team that is going to sweep Purdue. It's just not. They won the game in Bloomington. That's wonderful. That put them in a really nice situation in terms of, of their standings in the Big Ten and in terms of their potential seating in the NCAA tournament. But let's not kid ourselves. This is not a team that's good enough to come out and beat Purdue when Purdue is going to be emotional tomorrow, is going to be fired up, is going to have, I don't know, 13,000, 14,000 people at Mackey all trying to raise the roof on that place. It's going to be a difficult environment. Zach Eady, difficult guy to defend, difficult guy to attack. Braden, they play connected basketball. Here's the thing that's a difference between Indiana and Purdue. Indiana goes out and recruits guys who are ranked real high, and guys who are real talented. That's what they do. Purdue goes out and recruits, Matt Painter does, he goes out and recruits Boilermakers. He understands what the culture of Purdue basketball is, and he recruits to it. Indiana, I what's a Hoosier? You know, they've got those spots during the Big Ten games on the Big Ten Network. And we'll see it tomorrow night on Fox 59, where they, they got that one guy, he's like, what's a Hoosier? Huh? Why don't you come and show us? I think that's what Mike Woodson does. What's a Hoosier? You decide. And and so Indiana basketball players come out and they decide what a Hoosier is. What's a Hoosier? Mike Woodson needs to decide that. And Mike Woodson needs to enforce that. And those who don't rise up to the level of being a Hoosier, they got to go. I can't have it anymore. I, something Playing Indiana basketball has got to mean something to somebody other than wearing candy-striped pants. It's got to be a form of basketball and a, a, a complete focus on fundamental effort and a complete focus on communicating and playing connected basketball or what the hell are we doing? What is the point? The Pacers and the Magic tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in Orlando. Seemingly, like they're not putting this game on TNT, right? And no national TV with this. No, 
None. Why is this game important? Because the Pacers right now are one half game ahead of Orlando for the fifth worst record in the NBA, and that would give the Pacers a little bit of a leg up percentage-wise in, in winning the rights to draft Victor Wembanyama, who is the guy in this draft. Pacers lose, they get closer to Vic. That's where we are. Pacers, like 21 games left in this season, all we're thinking about now is the draft because the playoffs, they're out the window, and it just doesn't matter anymore. Tyrese Halliburton, terrific. This is going to be an offseason of change, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Indiana and Purdue tomorrow night. And between now and tomorrow, I'll, I'll wrap my mind around figuring out a way to think that Indiana is going to win that game. It's what we do. But on Friday before this game, what are we thinking? If we're not thinking Purdue's going to win this game by double digits, I, I it's just hard to foresee right now, 28 hours out, that Indiana is going to win this game. We will talk to you after that game, immediately after that game tomorrow night. I can't wait. Subscribe, why don't you? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.